Hanging out with uh, the one and only Jesse James Dupree. You know, there are a lot of loud people in rock, man, but you have always had them completely beat. What the hell have you been up to the last couple of years, You know, just loud, proud, hard, and honest. You wake up every (laughs) single day, and you take as big a bite out of life's ass as you possibly can. Of course. uh, You know, if if you want to know the truth, you know, I mean, been very blessed with Jackal and uh, and been way too long, by the way, for us, you know, since we've been to Reno. Mm -hmm. And uh, we got, got a great story about, or not a great one, but we got a heavy story about Reno from the path. I think I might have shared it with with Wyatt over there at some point, okay. but, but I'll, I'll tell you about that in a second. But, um, you know, I actually, I wake up in the morning every day in an absolute panic. I have a big anxiety attack every morning. I believe that. Because, because I feel like I wake up and I think, oh my God, this has all been a dream. And, and I've actually <laughs> got to go pour concrete today. <laughs> and as soon as I realize that it hasn't been a dream and that I'm actually getting getting up to do the things that I'm yeah. doing, whether it's the, the Jackal shows or the Jesse James Bourbon or, or Sturges with the Full Throttle Saloon or working with Harley Davidson or I, and I can just go on and on. You know, I've just been very yeah. blessed, very blessed to have, you know, some really cool things that I've been able to be part of. So as soon as I realize it's not, a, you know, that it hadn't been a dream, I just wake up and enjoy every minute of it. Now, did you pour concrete as a kid? I, have that a poured, I can job? drive the hell out of a 16-penny nail. I've, I've poured concrete, and you can bet your ass this Georgia boy can get a, an 18-wheeler all the way down the road. So I've done done all that stuff, and I'll yeah. do it again if it's what it takes to feed my babies. And right. I'll tell you something, there's something about a good day of pouring concrete. When you come home, you know you've done something, and you've seen what your results are, you know? Yeah. And uh, I think that's why I work twice as hard on a lot of the stuff I do on the phone, because I, I keep waiting to see something construct up in front of me. Yeah. <laughs> when I hang up the phone, there's no building there. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I, I thought it was interesting that you got into the bourbon business. I, I would have thought that uh, the first thing that would have had the Jesse James name on it would have been, uh, I don't know, maybe a chainsaw. Yeah, well, um, yeah, I am actually working on a, a, a signature chainsaw. Oh, you are. Yeah, I am working on that. Okay. And, uh, in the next, you'll you'll see that in the next, in the next uh, month or so. I, I actually, I'll show you a photograph before we get out here. I'll show you a, photo, a photograph of something we're, that we're prototype we've been working on. But yeah, yeah, definitely, uh, definitely in the works. But yeah, the bourbon. I've sold so much whiskey for everybody else. I might as well be having some of my own to push yeah. out there. No doubt. I'm I'm a big fan of uh, barrel aging anything. Yeah. I've got a barrel at home, and I, and the first thing I did was. Uh, was gin because not a lot of people do barrel aged gins. I'm not a gin fan. I'm not either. Gin, really. gin to me is like licking a pine tree. Exactly. Do y'all have pine trees out here? Of course. Yeah, right. we, oh, we, yeah, yeah, in Georgia yeah, yeah. we have pine trees. It's All like licking place. a pine yeah. tree. So, Jesse James, take my advice. Okay. Get a little bit of get a little bit of uh, of of a just a cheap gin. Okay. Bottom of the shelf gin. Right. Pour it into like a five gallon barrel. You got to have just a reserve five gallon. Yeah, we barrel got yeah, we got barrels. House, yeah. Right? Pour it into the, into the barrel, let it sit there for six to eight months, okay. and then drink it on the rocks and tell me what you think. Okay. Right? I, I, it'll take I, all I, the juniper away. Yeah, yeah. And, but it'll be very unique. It won't... You, you, I've had people try it, and they go, "What it, is this tequila? No. Is it bourbon? No. Is it scotch? So no. it makes it really it, unique. Then, it's yeah. very, very unique. Barrel-aged uh, right. gin. Okay. So the second thing I did was tequila. Every, anybody can do tequila, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And then I did a barrel-aged vodka. Who else is doing barrel-aged vodka? Oh, and the stuff is just outstanding. Yeah, there's something about, you know, because it's not just the charcoal that, you know, where they've charcoaled the barrels. Mm-hmm. It's also the sugars in the wood. Yeah. And, uh, and with the different temperatures and moving the barrels around and such, the, the juice goes in and out of the barrels and through the charcoal and gets the natural sugars of the wood as well. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we, we have a barrel house in Trimble, Tennessee, and uh, where, you know, we store our the Jesse James single barrel. And uh, the railroad track sets uh, five 
uh, the rail tracks, it's 15 foot from the uh, uh, barrel houses. Okay. So five times a day, the trains come through and, and shake the barrels. Shake the barrel. so That's it's, actually a good so, thing, So right? it's let locomotive agitated. Yeah. And, people, <laughs> and people ask me what it tastes like. I say it tastes just like them Johnny Cash. Yeah. So it's, it's good stuff. Good stuff. Jesse James single barrel. Thank you very much for bringing this in. This is not the single barrel. It's a regular. I'm going to do a proper video review on this. Yeah, Jesse please James do. Whiskey. And I, I, here in northern Nevada... I, I don't think it's widely available. If you're down south in Nevada, you can find it. But, you know, talk to you the can folks get, over yeah, Your stores at, can get it, yeah. Yeah, talk talk to the guys over at Total Wine and Fitness or they totally know, can liquor get stores it. here in town and just say, hey, I want to try that Jesse James liquor. They'll get it for you. Yeah, the, uh, now, what you're going to taste for this, I'll just go ahead and tell you, and, and you tell me when you taste it if I'm wrong, but it's, it doesn't have the wince on the backside. Okay. That, uh, it doesn't have a wince on the backside that, that say, a, a, a Jack or a Jim right. has, which some people like that wince, and that's fine, but this, this doesn't have it. It's a little smoother than that. Okay. Okay. And it's not as sweet as, say, a Canadian, like a, a Crown right. or something, at half the price. Sure. You know, what, what does this run retail? Generally, in the uh, on the low side, depending on the state taxes and all that stuff, yeah. you know, yeah, on the low side, in the $15, wow. and, and on the upside, maybe uh, 20, uh, 18 something, okay. you know. Um, generally, you know, that's kind of an average across the, the country. We got way off course there on the, uh, on, on the bourbon. <laughs> but, but I do have one more question that kind it's of important dives stuff. into that. Did you get inspired to do bourbon after Sammy Hagar did the tequila? Did he open up any doors, or were you already in the no, thinking I, about that? I didn't. First of all, I'm a huge fan of Sammy, and and, yeah. and I'm so proud of Sammy's. Actually, we were label mates on Geffen, yeah. and so I've been friends with Sammy for a long time, and consider him to be, be an incredible role model in every aspect of just a human. He's just right. a great. He's a great guy. He's a good business. He's a great guy. guy smart, very smart, right. obviously very smart, and uh, talented, and so on. I just can't say enough about him. But no, my inspiration was. Uh, um, I was consulting uh, Zippo lighters. Okay. Uh, I, I've done, you know, uh, people take me with a chainsaw and jackal and yeah. all this stuff, you know, and we party all the time, which we do. But, but aside from that, I've, I've got a gift for marrying relationships together, which is, right. it, it, and I've got a gift for managing expectations. And if you've got those two things, you can do anything, right. really, you know. And so I, I started working with Zippo lighters for about five years, and a lot of the model that Zippo uses now for, uh, you know, marketing at these festivals and such a thing. I helped put a lot of that in place okay. in the early days. Yeah. And I consulted Zippo for about five years. And then that led me to consulting Sidney Franks' company. Sidney brought Grey Goose and Jägermeister to America. Yeah. And I worked with his company for about four years. He passed away right in the middle of that. And then the family divested the company. And uh, But I worked with him for about four years. And then um, and then from there, I started working with Harley Davidson. You know, I've been consulting Harley for the right. last few years and partnering with those guys in different ways. But uh, through all of that, I just thought, man, I'm doing all this, all this brand building for these other companies companies i should have my own brands you yeah. know and so um uh, we had the full throttle brand to begin with that michael ballard had created and we ended up licensing that name to coca-cola yeah. for their full throttle energy drink wow and then that and then that led to uh we ended up putting out the jesse james beer yeah which was a whole wheat non-filtered beer, and we had a good run with that. But the, just the the brewery God, that we were working so with, the, the, so many, and, the, the, and the, that's exactly what I was going to say. We we were doing about six hundred cases at a pop, and 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 I featured it on the TV show, the Full Throttle Slim TV show, and, and it went crazy. Every distributor in the country was calling for it, but we couldn't meet demand. Yeah, and so I was going to get into the craft business, but like you said, the, the the train had left the station with the craft beer, and I thought, well, I need to get into the liquor side of things, and right. I ended up meeting up with a through a distributor. I was introduced to. A, a guy named uh, uh, um, uh, Levesque, Neil Levesque, 
and uh, Neil was sitting on five million dollars worth of bourbon inventory with no branding. Yeah, and it's a great bourbon. And he said, uh, I like it. I want yeah, to put my name. So, on it. so we uh, we merged partnership, and then we started laying more bourbon down, and then we have the distillery and Tremble that we built, and for the single barrel and such. And yeah, and one thing led to another. But the, we're almost one hundred fifty thousand cases sold now. Damn. And uh, again, for the price point, you can't afford not to drink. I just wanted a blue collar people that bust their knuckles 40, 50 hours a week <laughs> yeah. or more that you know that they're proud to wear that t-shirt with that eagle on the front that you can go to jessejamesspirits.com and check out the merch and such okay. and uh, and but in the in the whiskey but uh, I just wanted something that 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 people bust their knuckles 40, 50 hours a week or more they didn't want to take a second mortgage out on their house to right. buy a bottle of, of, of good whiskey yeah. and um so you know, because I, I used to wear the competition shirts when I was growing up, and if you didn't like it, I'd fist fight you. Yeah, you know. But uh, but nowadays those brands have become everything to everybody. You know, they're a white tablecloth drink, they're an urban drink, they're yeah. a, you know they 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 they're comedians to be whatever they want to be. Not me. We're just yeah. we're just working class America's liquor. So let me tell you, you've been doing the uh, you know the, the band for so long with Jackal and. Um, it, it, has there ever been a point where it's either become too arduous or you've gotten bored with all the downtime in between shows where you, you've just thought about, you know, I like performing, I like playing, but I'm going to do, I'm going to play in my living room with my buddies and I'm going to focus on this other stuff. Or do you just have a, a desire to continue to do this? Do you ever look down at your penis and say, I've used this thing enough. I've used this thing. I don't need this appendage anymore. Right. I'm going to have it removed. Damned it be all. I don't need it anymore. No, but I'm not get... having fun with it. I don't like playing with it anymore. But I'm done. You get married and then you have the one wife well, and then you're like 23 years, you're eating you know, pizza every well, single I included night the, Yeah, I included you. Did you ever look down and say, I don't even like playing with it anymore? I mean, you know, you know the answer is no. You know, you're still, you're still going to hold on to it. And, yeah. uh, you know, and I enjoy I enjoy that that you know and I enjoy performing every night. So yeah, I'm not having my penis removed and I'm not stopping playing. Are you still using the chainsaw and doing that whole thing? I got three in my sock as we speak, including the detachable <laughs> ends for all the lady users out there. So. <laughs> Jesse James Dupree, really happy to have you back here in town. It's good man. to be back in Reno. You know, I was going to share with you real quick before you, you cut me off here. We we uh we had a a show in Reno years back, sold out show, and okay. I can't remember the name of the place. Place was packed out, but we had this incredible PA system. We were carrying around and the promoter had to bring in a generator mm-hmm. and he was a little perturbed because he did not want to pay for that generator but yeah. he did and we had everything set up and the opening bands played we were about to hit the stage we we're all on the bus and um and just so happened the promoter went out was looking at the generator and he figured if 120 was good 240 was better he flipped a uh, switch and fried all of our gear uh, and uh, so they get the, the 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 road crew comes running out of the, the venue throws our guitars in the in the bunks of the bus without their cases because they were afraid that when people figured out we couldn't play that they were going to riot but in, within about 30 minutes that place emptied out into the streets and those people were raising hell wow. and uh and we obviously we couldn't play and we were bummed out about it and we had we played to go to sacramento and play the next night so we uh we loaded everything up and all of our blown gear and we headed over donner pass and they had uh so bad so bad of snow and ice that they made us put chains on the truck the tractor trailer and the bus yeah and we went across donner pass to like seven hours because you know the, yeah, they were going to go so slow mm-hmm. we get to sacramento the those the it was flooding in sacramento because all the water was melting from the, the snow and ice and such and so the water was coming up inside the the door of the bus it was so high you know Jeez. but we but we found a, about four or five shops that could work on gear and we got our gear spark parceled out and we were able to get enough of it working that night that we played with half our gear in in sacramento wow so we loaded what we had up and we put the chains back on and we came back across Donner Pass 
and we made and we made the show up that next night wow and then after we got through playing we loaded up again and went back for a third night across. We had, we had to bonus our truck drivers and our bus drivers because I mean they were so they were like white knuckled, yeah. You know, just like, like hey, that was so much fun. Once, let's do it again, and then let's do it again. <laughs> Three times they went across Donner Pass, and, and wow. then we went on down the coast of it's California. It's shocking because that's not the first time I've heard a similar story of a band doing that in Reno. Yeah, right, where some promoter does something stupid and before Wyatt, you know pay it, attention, yeah. son, <laughs> pay attention, yeah. So yeah, we, we're, glad, we're glad to be back. They're going to turn this place into Jackal's Bar and Grill. What's the name of the place we're playing tonight? It's the uh, Virginia Street Brew House. I just told you, Jackal's Bar and Grill, Jackals formerly Bar known as the Virginia Street <laughs> Pub House. Okay, that's Jackal's Bar and Grill. We appreciate it. People get out there. Don't miss this show. Yeah. It's, we, we celebrate the fundamentals of rock and roll every single night. Two guitar, bass, and drums, chainsaw, if you will. It, we celebrate those fundamentals of rock and roll. And is the and, emphasis on fun or mental? It, you know what? It's all, here's the deal. You either get it or you don't. Right. And if you, if you get it, you'll be out having a great time with us and if you don't you'll be at home over you know you'll be you know i'll leave it to bono to write a song that's going to cure cancer our songs aren't going to cure we're going to let you blow some steam off have a drink and a good time and maybe even get some booty on the way home that's what a jackal show is about i figure that the people that get what we're about they come out and have a good time the people that don't get it are generally the same people that have a hard time admitting that they masturbate so uh, but (laughs) so we're we're gonna have a great time out there tonight i appreciate you letting me open up the mic and invite everybody at reno jackals back in town been way too long and i hate that but we're gonna make up for lost time tonight dynamite sounds good jesse james dupree everybody and go try the uh, jesse james dupree bourbon it's going to be on sale tonight at yeah. the jackal bar and grill there you go Pa-pow. perfect